Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Ray. I'm Alex Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Mostly Lit. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. How have you been, Alex? Been good. Yeah? Been good, been very tired, but been good. Been very tired. Um, How's your week? Um, what yeah, you, what you been up to? Um, week's been good. Uh, just been working. Um, been steadily grafting away on projects. You're saying grafting now. Is this your part of your Love Island rhetoric? Oh my God. I fully watch Love Island. I Guys, RIP Yawande, <laughs> our good sis left. But don't worry. Yeah. When this episode drops, you know that we got two girls up in that building. And we also have a very painting from North London called ov hey honestly first of all i want to know (laughs) i want to know like when i first saw him i thought that he was american or he had some american water in him men like that do not exist in this england no he has to be american right (laughs) one six foot seven six foot seven playing basketball and also your your body's like that and your face your jaw can cut me like your teeth are like that your nose is just saying it's it's saying it's saying um but yeah my week has been good yeah Um, (laughs) my week has been good nothing nothing much really to report just been editing obviously editing uh, i'm shaping a culture book for nights of and that's going as it's supposed to be going yay when are we um um, expecting that um, out i think the release date was said to be october Mm -hmm. so yeah we double checked um but we will see uh I can't wait to come to the launch party. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be good. It'd be good. Yeah, so shout out to Slider Cuts. Shout out to Night Of. And um, yeah, that's kind of what I've been working on, really. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? How was your week? Um, So my week was really good, but also like really stressful, (laughs) Um, just work-wise. But, excuse me. um, 
Yesterday, I went to the Bradford Literature Festival um, and I was on the women, sorry, it was like the literary podcasting panel with Octavia from um, Literary Friction, Anna from Stylist. Oh, and I forgot the other woman's name. I feel terrible. Um, But yeah. And then... (laughs) um, I also was on a panel with the lovely ladies over at their, um, I was going to say their eyes were watching God. I <laughs> wish, I wish I was on a panel with her, our very own Hurston. Um, no, with, um, it's not about the Burka girls. And it was amazing. We had a really great discussion on feminism, Islam, and obviously the patriarchy always comes through. And then I saw the lovely Amy as well. So she was up there as well. And I sat in on her panel in women and um, women in publishing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like a really nice, it was like, bro, I came home, yeah, in the evening. I was like, I am tired. Yeah. Like Bradford is actually far away. How far was the, how long was the journey? My train was from 7am and I got there at 10. Mm. I had to switch over in Leeds. Okay. Um, and this weekend is weather, woo, it's been tight. Mm. It's been hot. Um, I don't really like hot, like 30 degrees hot in England though, because 30 degrees hot in England doesn't have wind. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Island. Yeah. Proper colonialism things there. No, I hear that. They don't deserve, that. God's like, well, you don't deserve breeze. I'm going to let you fry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was my week. Um, bit of a stressful week because of work-wise and just I'm I'm working on some and it's like yeah. stressing me. Yeah. But I'm sure that's going to work out. And when it does, you actually, you won't hear the end of it. <laughs> It's true, it's true. One of them ones. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. All right, let's get on with the show. Um, Fabulous. Um, Make sure that you get our tickets for the London Podcast Festival this year. It's on Thursday, the 12th of September. Get your tickets. Uh, It's going to be at 7 p.m. So you come after work, grab a few drinks, come to the festival. um, Hopefully, I'll be unemployed. Yeah, and we. Um, that'll be on quality yeah and you can come to the festival yeah. and just watch us like cut it up and talk about all things lit so you, sure you fully like guys I know that I've stressed this last time that you have to buy tickets but you actually have to buy tickets yeah that's all I'm gonna say in it <laughs> yeah because you don't know about this one so I, I don't want to hear nothing don't want to hear nothing so basically so come through um and yeah let's get on with the show so let's get on with the show so this episode yeah is it's it's like it's like it's like whatever it's like books 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 it's been a long 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 few weeks so um it's like books books we're gonna do a mashup of what you read in plus the summer reads that you guys deserve um for this year and we're gonna go through those so first of all what are you reading ray and what you've been reading this week um Okay, so this week, your girl Rifa Rafiq has been reading My Dark Vanessa, mm-hmm. a book by Kate Elizabeth Russell. I have been talking to you guys about this book since last um, episode. And, yo, it is 
blimmin fantastic it's 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 so good good. it really turns your head (laughs) it's gonna step step on all your toes it's stepping on all your toes (laughs) do you know why are you doing why are you doing a scottish accent oh i thought that was an irish one no tings okay um what the one the one way stepping on all your toes is that is that that sounds very Scottish to me. Really? Yes. I'm trying to do Northern Irish. That's Northern not... Ireland. Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. No, Northern Ireland. Girls, girls, I got a text. <laughs> I'm trying to copy Maura. Listen. I'm no. so thirsty. <laughs> no, no, no. Anyways, um, yeah, Kate, Elizabeth. Yeah. Uh, Russell wrote a book called My Dark Vanessa. I, last week I told you guys it really just touches on the Me Too movement. It touches on what it means, what it means to be sexually abused. What is sexual abuse? Consent and all them things. There, a lot of like reviews have been talking about it or putting it next to Lolita. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. and Lolita is very, very disturbing. But I think the one, the reason why Lolita is a bit disturbing is because obviously the girl is. so so young mm-hmm. um whereas here the girl is young obviously she's underage she's 15 when she first um like gets in a relationship with a man in his 40s mm-hmm. i believe the guy's 45 and she's 15 and at the beginning they talk about how 45 and 15 yeah so that apparently there's a 30 year difference between them yeah he's 45 and in the beginning she talks about how like you know it, it was so perfect the fact that it was so like complete and rounded mm. that there was a 30 year gap and you're reading it feeling disgusted right because it's like things that you know is wrong but with the way abuse works mm. in that moment you think it's right and so you can tell that this woman is messed up mm. it's dark and twisty because you don't understand the like a lot of the times when you get into these types of relationships that are messy and dark and ugh, you don't see it. You don't see the picture until you step out. Yeah. So I think reading it is so disturbing, but it's very much obviously it's I think it's very it's more accessible than Nabokov's novel. That's why I would I personally wouldn't really put it next to Lolita. Um, okay. But because I think that this one gives voice to the victim. Mm -hmm. So I think this is what maybe it would have been like to be in Lolita's shoes. Mm. Obviously a much older, like a teenage one. Okay. Um, Okay. Where is it set again? Well, she's in, I don't know, you know, Mm. definitely England. Okay. But she's a British novel. Yeah. But like she talks about going to boarding school and stuff. Mm. So Mm. I'm like, is it States? That's one thing actually that I was like, yeah, trying to hard to like pinpoint. Okay. But then in the beginning, she talks about working in England and like she talks about Mm. stops. So I'm like, maybe she moved over. But um, yeah, it's a really just personally, I'm backing this novel for next year. Like this is for me. Unless something comes out that beats it, mm-hmm. or like, I mean, I, I'm talking quickly here, but like, mm. let me finish it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and when I finish it, I will say it, but I do think that this is going to be that book next year that's going to sweep up on all the awards. Oh, okay. Like, it's cool. going to be that book. And it's fourth estate, so they tend yeah. to be really good with like the, yeah. the, the books they put out. Yeah. And the kind of. And I can tell that this book well. is getting a lot of backing mm. because. I saw it like advertised a while back. There have been loads of people that have received advanced copies like I did and there's been chatter. So when it does get released, I think it's going to do really well. Yeah. 
Just, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's my dark Vanessa by yeah. Kate Elizabeth Russell. Okay. Cool. Yeah. What are you reading? So I've just finished a book. Oh yes. I've been, that I've been raving about for like the past week and a bit. Yeah. Um, He's messaged me personally. Uh, yeah. Go and read it. Like, read it. Read it. Read it. It's called uh, Lewis and Louise, and it's by uh, Julie Cohen. Mm. And um, it's oh, it's um, it's kind of like have you seen Sliding Doors? Brad Partridge, you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's basically like a, it's kind of a similar way that you watch Sliding Doors, you know, uh-huh. one, one part happened, another part yeah. happened. But what uh, Julie does in this book, she basically, um, she tells two stories yeah. based on the same person. So um, in one side of the story, uh, Lou, Louise is born. Mm-hmm. And on one of the other side of the story, Louis is born. Mm-hmm. And she's like, they both have exactly the same best friends growing up. They Wait, so it's like the same people? The same people. So like they have the exactly same best friends growing up. They have exactly they go to the exact same school. They go to the exact, you know I mean? There's two different, it's the same story, but two yeah. sides, two but different But then stories. how is it? Is it like they, she does Louis? Yeah, yeah. So Louise's chapter. Yeah, yeah. So she'll do Lewis's chapter and uh-huh. she'll do Lou, Louise's chapter. Mm-hmm. And when she's doing them neutrally, she calls them Lou. So it's As in, like, so it's the same things that happen to yeah, both. Yeah, but, but like when you look at it, you think, and there's like one big devastating moment that happened. Mm-hmm. But like when you look at it, um, they have one neutral moment and it's kind of like, well, this is the reaction that the parents have when it's a girl and this is the reaction the parents have when it's a boy certain certain things are done differently um you see how x happened at like what 10 when she was a girl mm. and what happened at 10 the way it happened at 10 when he was a boy mm. and all this different stuff the very interesting thing about it is because it, it's like it's very it makes you put into perspective gender and yeah. how things are so gendered yeah. in our community and in yeah. our life and our society as well. Mm. And it's very, very super book. Like it's so tender. It's written beautifully. Yeah. It's easy to digest. It's not like... So this is also going to be a big one next to yeah, My Dark Vanessa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't even know whether it can like... It's out, I no? I don't think it's new though. Yeah. Oh, it's not. No, it was published Jan... It was published Jan 14th this year. Oh, Jan 24th. It was published this year? Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, By no. Orion, oh, yeah. we do well... It'll, Oh, so we're talking about next year. So yeah, it might do really well in yeah. the awards and stuff. Yeah. But it's um But it's I don't like, know how you've heard it, because I I saw someone tweet it only recently. Yeah. Though. I think I'd seen it kind of like pop up and I read it and I read the blurb and I thought, like, oh, this is really interesting. Yeah. But I just thought, oh, let me I was just getting back into my Kindle again and I was like going through Amazon and I just saw the book. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, like it's very striking. It's like it's pink, pink and, and blue. Pink and, is it pink and blue? It's pink and blue. Yeah, yeah it's pink and blue. It's like cut in half in the triangle. Yeah, and Louis it, Lewis is the pink side, and Louise is what well, they kind of mesh yeah, together. So yeah, you kind of yeah. To yourself, like, and it makes you really look at gender and just think like how and it, for something as something as small and subtle as mothers and their sons mm. and fathers and their daughters, mm. just a complete different. Return, yeah, you know what I mean, and. I'll say this final bit before you read it because I know that you want to. Uh, yeah, um, I want to read it. But like, if there's two people born with the exact same family and the exact same best friends, how does that differ when they are different genders? So their best friends are these twins called Ali and Benny. Mm. So Alison and Benedict. Is it that the boy is maybe closer to the other so, boy? And then it's a question. Then it, then then it's it's the, the relationship yeah. between the girl and the two and yeah. the boy and, and the, the two. two. Yeah, and it just it's really it's 
it's crazy. Like it, it, it's a nice, it's a nice read. Definitely a nice read, but it does make you think a lot. Yeah. And it absorbs you as well. She mm. writes so clearly. Mm. She's writing very clearly, very gently. Yeah. And it's very clever in what she does. Does it have a happy ending? Or a neutral ending? Or is it like a like anticlimax? Is I it think, on a hill? I think the ending is gentle. Okay. The ending is a I gentle can take that. It's a gentle ending. I can take that. It's okay, it's a it's a it's quite a gentle book to read. Like yeah. it's a very, very like you can just sit on the tube yeah. and just read it. Okay. And it's just nice. It's a nice it's a book. Nice book to read. Fabulous. So yeah, like I think that um yeah, go go out and get that. That's what I would suggest. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna do the summer reads right about now. I haven't actually got mine. You haven't got but it? you can continue. I've got one. You got one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so definitely on that summer reads list I would put um Lewis and Louise. Yeah. And I, I would think. also put my dark Vanessa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I So I think that's something that everybody should go out and get. Let me just get my um one up. Yeah, yeah which what is your So first? the first the first one I'm gonna do yeah. is called The Clapback by Elijah. Oh Elijah, Wall. yeah. Um and so he's got he recently just uh, released his book, mm-hmm. his first book, and it's basically talking about um you know kind of how like obviously the word clapback is obviously the you know, within the culture, it's okay. about it's about like you know cl- clapping back and re- retorting. In reading a, someone to filth. Yeah, reading someone to filth, like retorting or kind of responding to something that quite negative in a defensive way. If that makes mm-hmm. any sense. The definition he put down here was responding to uh, often ignorant notion with a withering comeback, uh, with the aim of shutting it shutting it down. Yeah. So. How what? to call out harmful black stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. So he said, this book, you basically wrote that um, examines the solution, the evolution, sorry, of the negative stereotypes towards the black community and arms you with the tools to shut them down once and for all, taking readers on a journey through history and providing facts and detailed research. This is an eye-opening and refreshing look at race and language. So I feel like we've seen a lot of these kind of books coming out quite like, obviously we think like a white man. And yeah. It feels like it was kickstarted with... Um, I'm no longer talking to white people yeah, about race. About race. Yeah. And it's um it's an interesting thing. A lot of people that I've spoken to, they're very nervous about taking these books out on the in the in the street and opening like up the and train, opening yeah. And yeah. And I was like, why? Like you should basically you should feel vindicated in it. In but in then, a way that is clapbacking as yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it also just, just me, yeah. And it also makes me think like we all have these kind of stories in us. Like we just mm. that everyone's like if you're thinking if enough black people are writing about this about these kind of racial encounters these kind of uh, microaggressions mm. these upsets that everybody, that we go through and there's so many things you've got Nelsie's one which talks about in the workplace yeah the clap back, which is talking about just in general society. in general like how you, can you deal with yeah, this you got, rubbish you've got a black woman's perspective through uh, one no longer talking to um, white, white people, people about, about race. race and all that stuff and it's like all of that stuff is when you see so much of it happening, mm. it just makes me think that, you know, like we need to, there's something there that someone needs to listen mm. to us because I mean, we're going to have so many voices now talking yeah. about these things. What's happening next? I think it's uh, very it's important like, um, with these stories 
that they reach the right audience. Yeah. Because I feel like, for instance, maybe this one is very like geared to black people, right? Mm-hmm. As in these are, this is like a manual on, yeah, I get it. It's exhausting dealing with this shit every day, mm-hmm. but maybe these tools can help. Maybe when, you know, Bobby down the road mm-hmm. says this, 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 maybe if, you know, Sarah's like, you don't need SPF. You got all that melanin. Yeah. How, do you know what I mean? Like, how do you, how do you clap, clap back? back? Yeah. And not, because a lot of the times you get so flustered, you just don't even know what to say. Or sometimes you just go ahead and like, do a nervous laugh. And then 10 minutes later, you're like, damn it, I should have put her in her place and mm. said this. So I think this is really nice and practical. Um, I also think Nels's one is, is obviously is very serious, but yeah. it's satire as well. Mm. It's it's like making a serious thing into something that is accessible that you can just be like, it's not, sometimes we talk about race and it's like this heavy thing, but it's important for us to talk about it and it's important for people to know, right? Yeah. And I think with Nels's one, it could be given to a white man too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Think all of these could be given to the, to quote unquote, our oppressors. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like a lot of them, they would make amazing things for young people to study yeah. just in school, just in general. Because if you're going to change, you want to change the way people think and the way people you have like, to act, start early. You have to start early. Yeah. And I think it's like, if I was reading The Clapback, Think Like a White Man, why I'm no longer talking about oh, race. Talking about race yeah. All of that stuff. At like 15 in, in, in nine, class. In yeah. Nine, like in your sat 14. Year, yeah. In your sat year and stuff. Yeah. Your GCSEs, yeah. Writing, writing essays. Instead they're them. giving us holes to read. Oh yeah. And stuff. Yeah. I don't know what's changing now, but I feel like when we, we what holes had like the holes. holes had the small, small amount of racism in there. It, it did. So, so did um, of mice and men at the small, small amount. Men. Um, like racism in there. Because yeah. it was, it was enough of a dose to make you realize Oh my God, it's a bit racist. Yeah. Oh, I remember wow, I particularly like, with Of My Some Men, they said the N-word in it and my, my English teacher said the N-word and said it's okay to say it because it's part of the art. And I just was so uncomfortable, mm. but I didn't know how to clap back, you know? <laughs> Why would you clap back? You wouldn't have clapped back. But I would have. I would have been like, if obviously having the knowledge that I do now... It's like saying it's okay singing in a song because it's part of the art. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. Yeah. It's not okay for you to do that. Yeah. And I think had I known better and had I had the courage and the confidence to, mm-hmm. I would have been like, actually, that's un- that's not acceptable. That's, not, that's uncool, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. No, it's true. And I feel like it's just, you know, th- these books are important. And I think that with the clap back coming out, um, I think it just had his release a few weeks ago. Mm. And yeah, uh, so I'd say that's one for the summer for guys to go out and get as a recommendation. Um, Elijah, you're doing big Oh, he things. works at Google. Yeah. He's a yeah, PR yeah. manager at Google. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He was a finalist for the Penguin Right Now scheme. This is what happens when you do these schemes. You actually get places. See, you've got to go out and, who got to go out there and apply? Yeah, man. Yeah. Do it. I love it. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Oh, my book is um, a novel by Tayari Jones, author of Silver Sparrow, um, the New York Times bestseller, An American Marriage. Um, This book won the um, Women's Prize for Fiction. And it had a really great um, review on The Guardian and in which they said it's a marvellous feat of storytelling. Um, 
yeah, a wrongful conviction powers this woman's prize shortlisted novel of the black American middle class experience. Mm. Um, and I'm really excited to to read this. I haven't read it yet, yeah. but it was actually Oprah's book club selection yeah. in 2018. And essentially it covers the life of these newlyweds called Celestial. I love that name. Celestial. Yeah. And Roy. Mm. Um in that they live in this in the new south and they're kind of the embodiment of the american dream mm-hmm. roy is a young executive and celestial is an artist on the brink of like a really exciting career yes she's done quite well for herself but um as they settle into kind of their routine in life they're kind of ripped apart by circumstances that you know they just catch them unawares you I know feel, i feel like that's just always the case yeah it's always the case with these with black fam, books, you know fam it's like, you're just living your life. You're just like, hey, yeah, yeah, everything's good, 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 good. And then... And then two twos, it's just like... Just like, whoop, 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 a, a dose of reality. Fam. Um, and essentially, Roy is arrested and sentenced to a few years, well, actually 12 years, for a crime that he didn't commit. And even though, like, Celestial is really independent, she's kind of finds herself by like alone when her you know man is in prison Mm -hmm. as as I was gonna say as we do like I have a man in prison fam um (laughs) and she takes comfort in this guy called Andre who is one of her really good friends and who was best man at her wedding um and as Roy's time comes to pass in the prison Mm -hmm. she kind of is unable to hold on to the love that she had for him before and after five years Roy's conviction is overturned okay. and then he returns to Atlanta ready to get things popping <laughs> and then it's like screw <laughs> um who this <laughs> yeah essentially but, yeah it's um like so, it's a love story yeah, at, the, yeah. at the crux of it with yeah, but American I, politics at play I feel like it's one of the like I was kind of reluctant to pick up this book because I read the blurb and people are talking about it and whatnot. And I said, and they were like, I was like, do I want to read another book about a, a couple who ripped, who, apart. who ripped apart because the man has to go to prison because of some, some bullshit, some racist bullshit. Oh, it's always some racist bullshit. And I'm just like, why? Don't, like, is, is, it, is this what we're doing? You know what? This is interesting because I'm kind of in that space now where... Before I used to say I've had enough of reading, like had enough of reading like struggle narratives for the black community, right? Mm-hmm. But I felt like last year was like the climax of the struggle narrative. In that, I just felt like that's where it ended. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm tired, and now I just. And it's always been the case, but it's like, you know what? Let's get it out. It's like, you know, when you just need to go to therapy for that one session to let all the shit out. And then the next one, you're like, all right, the next one, that's when I'm going to be like happy or lighter. (laughs) And I just thought that maybe 2018 was that year of, all right, let's get all of our, like I was going to say hood narratives, (laughs) all of our hood narratives, all of our struggle narratives, all of our pain, all of our suffering, all of our, oh, we're not doing it. Because yes, it is, it's there. And but I'm so tired mm. as in when we shouldn't stop talking about it, but I'm tired of reading it. Mm. And that's like my real honest opinion. Mm. Legit. I, I guess that's, but I guess that's just on your bit, on your side. Yeah, you know definitely. I mean? Cause you know what I mean? Like it's like, because if, if you're at a different not, place, people should not stop writing them, keep writing them. Yeah. 
um but then i think it really it's it's about um it's about timeline and where you are in your life as well mm -hmm. if you are obviously a young 21 year old and you haven't really been exposed to the world and you haven't really read up on things and you're yearning to kind of get this awareness and knowledge because you're seeing shit and you're treated differently outside and you want to you want to feel connected and you want to feel like you're not alone mm -hmm. do it but i think i have read far too much now <laughs> like for real yeah i feel like i've read far too much and if I read one more, I'm actually going to collapse. <laughs> and so right now, I think I'm just really much about protecting my peace. Maybe I'll go back to it in a year or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're you know? And, you know, like, I feel like, it does feel like if Bill Street could talk, though, it kind of does feel like Yeah, it does. It's that narrative, yeah. Um, but, but yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know, we'll pick it up and see, and we'll see where we're, where we're at. Yes. Yeah. Let us know if you want us to do an episode on that, because we might. No, I'll read it for the show. I'll read it for the show. I mean, it did, it's a New York Times bestseller. It won the Women's Prize for Fiction. Um, I wasn't expecting it to, but also, shout out um, my sister, the serial um, killer, which, yeah, which yeah. Um, got also was shortlisted for that award. Mm -hmm. And obviously you guys know we did an episode and we absolutely love that book. Yeah. Um, it was really nice. So yeah, An American Marriage. Oh, you can break weight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they all came down. I'm so annoyed I didn't get to go to the thing I was working. <laughs> um, but I think, I think people should read this book this summer. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm trying to find a lighthearted one next. Like, you know, like. Oh, after my one. Lone, lonely people. After what is my, it called? Ordinary people. Yeah, after my one, you need to, you're going to need a lighthearted one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the next one. Oh, no. <laughs> this one I've got. So basically, I'm going to talk to you guys about trauma. Oh, no. God. Um, I'm tired. The <laughs> thing is, right, like, so I feel like I feel like we're seeing a lot of the word trauma lately. Everybody's talking about trauma, 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 trauma mm -hmm. experiences. We're seeing, um, we're being, we're becoming a lot more aware of our own individual traumas. Because traumas manifest themselves in many different ways. Yeah. Um, from as, like, from as small as embarrassment when you're young. Yeah. To... Physical. Okay, you're giving us the knowledge. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to call aggressive and aggressive trauma that leave you physically just traumatized. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By, by the team. So um, there's a book called The Body Keeps the Score, and a lot of people actually have um, mentioned this like over the past few years, mm -hmm. um, and I've seen it pop up like consistently just in my life. Yeah. All the time. Like someone's mentioning it on a podcast, someone's mentioning it in a tweet, someone's mentioning it in a talk or something. Mm -hmm. And I just think that, um, I think it's a sign for me to start um, reading it. So the book's called The Body Keeps the Score, Mind, Brain and Body in the Transformation of Trauma. And it's by somebody called Bessel van der Kolk. Right. And I don't know whether it's a man or a woman, but um, Bessel writes about the effects of trauma being devastating for its sufferers. And, you know, for future families and for future generations. Mm -hmm. um, and it basically, it's, it's, a, it's a study about how to move away from your trauma in that you don't want to continue the same cycle. Yeah, you want to break that, you want to break, break chains, that cycle. Break it. Yeah. And I think that if you're going to look at it from a black perspective, like, you know, trauma is a, a very much a part of the way that we navigate society especially in the western world we navigate it through the historical legacy of colonialism mm -hmm. sorry legacy of slavery yeah. um, and imperialism and the like so 
I think that this this is definitely a book for black people to actually sit down and read because the thing is right you've got you've got those and if you go back on a very micro micro level right it's like your grandparents come with a certain level of trauma that they pass on to their children that they pass on to you Boy. and it's kind of like when do you make the decision to then not impart those same chains or those same kind of not necessarily burdens but those yeah. experiences onto the next generation it's about figuring out where you stand and what you do next yeah um so yeah so like you know we've got and you know a lot of people especially in america they take a lot of uh drugs drugs for therapies and all of those things and they kind of recreate like not recreational but medical wise they have a lot of things like prozac yeah uh, medications available and um it's all kind of based on trauma and especially the idea is like you meant to look at your body and your body because your body holds aspects of trauma mm-hmm. in certain places and listening to it and it, but if you keep ignoring it your body is going to be the thing that shuts down and that's the one thing that you need to keep going in life so you need to find the, you need to figure out what the trauma is because if you continue suppressing it mm-hmm. your body will shut down in places when I had I had a nervous breakdown in oh God, 2017 how did that look like looked like um looked like a lot of tears mm. <laughs> it looked like physiologically I got loads of bumps on my arms mm. started sc- scratching and itching and doing all of that stuff mm. um shallow breathing is it shallow breathing yeah shallow breathing mm. so I couldn't breathe properly vision was blurry yeah and all of that stuff and my body was like, you're just, you need to figure out what's up, what's up. Yeah. and you need to learn mm-hmm. what, from what your body's telling you. Your body's mm-hmm. telling you you're tired, your body's telling you you're stressed, your body's telling you all these things. And if you're not, and if you're just powering on, on your mind alone, mm-hmm. it's not going to help you. And that's what I was like, because your body, the idea of the body keeps the score is that, you know, if without your body, you will not be able to continue going. Everybody puts their mind ahead of, of, of what their body's feeling. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just going to go ahead of it. I'm going to continue powering out at work because like, I just need to do it. Mm-hmm. My, my body is just like, you know, that can run on five hours sleep. That can run on four mm-hmm. hours. That can run on no sleep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't want to eat. I'm not drinking anything. I'm not, I'm just going to just go. It's going to waste time. Gonna cause time. You're then, triggering yeah, me. Like, yeah, but then the body's like, well, I need the water. Girl. I need the, I need Feed the me, Raifa. I need the sleep. I need the food. Yeah. In order for the brain to work properly. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's one of them. And then people don't listen to their bodies all yeah. the time. Then they get stressed. And like, when I did that, I went for some tests and I was like, oh, it was showing up like rheumatoid arthritis and stuff mm. because my body was... Oh my God, I remember when you took this test. Yeah, yeah. yeah my body was reacting to yeah. things and I was like, why is it reacting like this? And I was aching all over places mm. because I was just stressed about so many different yeah. things. And yeah, man, the body keeps the score because once the body just says no... It's, it's not, it's, that's it. It's actually it. Like you're... You might as well just stay in, just stay indoors. Where are you going? You're not where going, are you going? Where are you going? Because you can't go anywhere because your body's not going anywhere. <laughs> no, I it's think like, it's 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 major. Yeah, there's no fuel. Everything is just yeah. the, it's just like woo. Yep. And I think it's phenomenal because for me, I always the first thing that goes when I'm stressed is my short term memory. Oh yeah, that's even yeah. I mean, that's when you're tired. Yeah, you're yeah. tired and also you're burned out. And I get burned out when I, because I just think a lot and I just get burned out very, very quickly because my brain is literally thinking about the same thing over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So I just do not remember things that are outside of it. I'll just forget people's names. 
I'll forget the books of things. I'll just, I'll, I, my speech will go as well because I'm trying to find the word for something, but yeah. I, I'm confusing it. So I'll be like this glass, sorry, um, cup, wait. And then like, it's so weird. Like my friends actually just have to be like, take your time. Like, shh, just, shh. Oh, you, it's okay. You're going to get there? You're gonna it's, get there? Like, you just relax. You know, it's a mug, not a yeah. cup, not a glass. Uh, no, yeah. yeah, and it's so weird because I'll start yeah. talking about something and, and I can't get the words out because... You're thinking so fast. I'm thinking so much and so fast about something else. And that that when that happened, I'm always like... Before, I used to be confused. I used to be like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, what's wrong with my mind? But it was just that I was stressed. Mm-hmm. And I was literally, like, mentally unwell. And my, my brain was telling me, nope. And just physic physically, mm-hmm. I get like, I gain a lot of weight, and I'm just like, but I'm not eating, so what's up? What's happening? <laughs> but my body is just like, okay, well, you're when you're stressed or when things are happening, the first thing that you do is you don't eat. Mm-hmm. So now, whenever I get stressed, my body knows that Rafa's not going to feed me, mm-hmm. so I have to conserve everything. Yeah, yeah, everything that I get. All the sugar in the tea. Oh, we're keeping that. <laughs> Bitch, I know you're not having lunch today. Yeah, I think like stress, <laughs> stress produces those kind of things yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad so. that your body is just, is literally like, it's not even a temple at this point. It is. It's run down street in the ghetto. <laughs> you're basically just walking by it. Looking at it, you know that tissue just that, that, that's the left there. That, that is your that is your body. Your body. There. Your body's sitting there limp. <laughs> and then it doesn't it's, know what it's it's the thing that literally houses your soul. How dare you mm. disrespect something that houses your soul? Um, at this point, it's not even a it's not even a flat. It's it's like <laughs> this is the thing that and, and and it's not even vain or whatever. It you it is. It's not even a hotspot. <laughs> houses you as a human being if like imagine you need to know where you begin and where you end right Mm -hmm. you begin and where you end in the place that you are and the place that you are housed you are always in your body you are never out of your body unless you're having you know an out of body experience or the man there (laughs) and it's just like and it will come faster than you think fam and it's just like you have to look after it Mm. currently i'm really obsessed with like skincare Okay. Quite very obsessed with like it because deep, deep skincare. Like, you know, there's like four levels. Like, there's like the fascia and all that stuff. That's right underneath the skin, and it's a mess. Okay. Well, I'm going for another facial, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm going for a hydro. I want to go for a hydro facial. My friend was telling me about it. Okay. They have it at the Ned or something. Cause I'm gonna go there. Oh, but I'm big very money, big money. <laughs> big mommy. Big money. <laughs> but um, I'm really like I'm really into skincare and my skin isn't bad. Mm. Like I, I literally hardly get a spot, but I'm thinking about the future. I'm trying to be like in when I'm 60, 70, I'm trying to look like, what's her name? Aunt, the auntie. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. That's right. I look like all of them. Right? I look like Sterling K. And you're out here looking like Kate, whatever. Uh, what's her name? I don't know. I don't, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know the, the horrible racist one? That oh, Katie Hopkins. Okay, you know how Katie Hopkins mm. is younger than Gabrielle Union? <clears throat> Legit. I think they're the same age or she's like two years younger. Ew. Isn't that disgusting? You, you just have bad vibes in your life. Just bad. bad I, you know that vibes. when she was a kid, she was just bad vibes. Bad, a bad you, man. Just, just ill. Just. Just putting yourself in people's business. Yeah. Just, you're just chatting too much. Yeah. You chat shit. <laughs> You know? That shit get banged, bro. <laughs> Basically, so the author is called, yeah, Dr. Bessel van der Kogen. It's a man. 
Yeah. Um, and he's the founder and he's a founder and medical director of the Trauma Center in Boston, UK. You know when someone just lives and breathes their work? Them ones. Um, and <laughs> yeah, so he basically has a, in the book, it has a whole lot of case studies from mental health professionals, mm-hmm. um, from clinicians and and neuroscientists and all of those kind of cases. And yeah, it's about trying to connect your brain and your body again, guys. So get down and get that book. I'm going to be reading it very soon. Um, let me know if you want to co-read with me. <laughs> co-read. Wanna read with me. Oh, that's so hot. Do you want to read it with me? That's the, that, you know, that's the type of romance that I used to like read. back in the day. But, you read, know, read with me. Like, I'd read something or I'd be like, oh, I really like this book. And then a guy would go out and read it. I used to find that shit so hot. Really? Yeah. And then obviously, and then I learned better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, I mean, some things are sacred. And then I learned better. It's like, any nigga can read or, or can they? <laughs> there we go. Um, wow. I was such a stupid romantic. Oh my God. Um, so actually this is like a book that has already been out last year. I don't even think we touched on it, um, but it's Milkman by Anna Burns. And I've really wanted to read this book because I quite like reading books that have won the man Booker. Um, and the Milkman, uh, Milkman won Man Booker last year, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it also was also shortlisted for the prize of, uh, Women's Prize of Fiction for Fiction this year. And, you know, she's from Northern, she's from Ireland. I don't know if it's Northern it's Ireland. Northern. It's about the troubles. But it's about, yeah, it's Ireland, you know, Maura. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Boy's like my bloody favorite Irish woman. This one that she just and won. Yoanda. Wow, how dare I? No, yeah, she's from she's from the Republic. She's from oh. Dublin. Okay, that's that's good to know. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> um, but the milkman, they they just won the Orwell Prize. Really? Yeah, they just won Anna Burns. Won yeah, the, oh, that's the, phenomenal. The prize, so. Top lad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is that is that is that still is that still that's Republic is, of. No, but is that still, um, is the accent still? I don't know what you're trying. I, I would stop. So what? I can't do. You can, you can do whatever you like. No, as in <laughs> I can't. I'm trying to differentiate the um, Irish accent from the Scottish accent. The oh, Northern Irish. Okay, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it because it might be offensive to people. Like, I know I was, that I was, I was, they I was, had. I was going to say Northern Ireland and Scotland seem quite similar in, in, like, in tone. The, What's that, that guy in Love different. Island who's from Scotland? I don't know. Anton, that's I it. I don't know. You, oh, you don't watch it? Well, I don't know their names. So don't I'm, you? No. I'm really invested this year. Yeah. This year is lit. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> Milkman, um, just like a little about the bio, here it goes. In this unnamed city, to be interesting is to be, is dangerous. Mm-mm. Sounds like black men. <laughs> Do take whatever trauma to the book. Um, how can you call it trauma? Take whatever trauma. Oh my God, guys, I kind of... Okay, no, that's far too much stuff to share. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I, was talk about, I was talking about my swear love. Oh God, okay, continue with your story. Um, so middle sister, our protagonist is busy attempting to keep her mother from discovering her maybe boyfriend. Sounds like a... Muslim problem and to keep everyone in the dark about her encounter with Milkman but when first brother-in-law sniffs out her struggle <laughs> and rumours start to swell middle sister becomes 
interesting. No. The last thing she Mid- ever wanted sister. to be, to be interesting is to be noticed and to be noticed is dangerous. Milkman is a tale of gossip <laughs> and heresy. I was going to say heresy, heresy, silence and deliberate deafness. And it's a story of inaction with enormous consequences. Oh my goodness. So weird. This is the first time I've actually read the damn blurb. Okay. And I really want to read it. Yeah. Apparently it's quite like, it's a, I think there's a lot of characters, but they're unnamed. Yeah. So it's quite, so you have to concentrate. Yeah. Middle sister, milkman, brother-in-law, first brother-in-law. I think it just, it, it, it means that it's just. It's giving me, it's, it's giving me like. Mysterious vibes. Yeah, but it's also giving me like. Um, you don't need to know their names. <laughs> oh man, Margaret Atwood's book. Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale vibes. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What, what about. Okay. I don't know. Like it's just giving me, it's giving me that, that vibe. Okay. You know, okay. like oppression yeah. and silence and just all oh, like this. Maybe is I don't, obviously the, the place is unnamed, but it could be like a basically a, a dystopia mm. or it could be, you know, Ireland. Yeah. Um, Northern Ireland. North, yeah, it could be Northern Ireland. And oh, OK. No, like, I'm actually goosebumpy. Okay, cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what's um, <laughs> You guys should have seen this this reaction. Sorry, it's just because I want to like. It's like yeah, yeah, maybe I'll you know like I think that book will be really good to read. Okay, but I didn't expect it to really you know get at me like that. Okay, cool. okay, Anna Brands come through. Yeah, like, yeah. So I mean, this book is amazing. It's one. Well, you know, I hope it. <laughs> It best be. Um, I'm going to read it. Winner of the Man Booker Prize 2018. It was. Yeah. yeah, shortlisted for Rathbone, shortlisted for Women's Prize, shortlisted for the Orwell Prize for political fiction. And you're saying that it won? Yeah, it won the George Orwell, George Orwell Prize, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, shout they out have, to that. They haven't updated it. Okay. Um, they so. should probably do that. Yeah. <laughs> What's your next book, so my book is basically, it's all about cleaning out your life, getting rid of all the trauma. So getting rid so, of all the rubbish. All the Why? Rubbish because it's... Because in the words of... Ian Lovanzan. No. <laughs> I, feel like she, I feel like she has something very... Or Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, all right, so... But yeah, what Megan Thee Stallion. Anyway, so what you're saying? All I'm saying is... Oh, what was I saying? Basically, so the book that... <laughs> Basically, so you clear out your trauma. When you see me, ain't gonna do nothing. I got connections in Texas. Make my mama shoot. Sorry. Wow. (laughs) Okay. So. Oh God. What seems like a completely random contrast. The book is called The Monk. (laughs) The Monk. (laughs) A monk's guide to a clean house and mind. I just want to do ratchet things with my ratchet friends. I want to do hood ratchet with my hood ratchet. All right, so a monk's guide. A monk's guide to a clean house and mind. Right. By Shuke Matsumoto. And, you know, he gives you a compendium. Of oh, wait, a what? A compendium. You know, we have to big, 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 big word. We've got to move it. We've got to move it. We cast bitch. We cast bitch. bitch. Compendium. Yeah, man. Hey. Dualities. <laughs> Code switching. That's what we do out here. So, um, yeah, just because he breaks down all these different ways to kind of just get 
just to clear out, just to get a clear mind. Because you know, sometimes when you clean your house, you clean your room, you just feel a lot better. You feel a bit more comfortable in your space. You feel a bit freer. And yeah. You get rid of all these other, yeah. other, other negative and bad vibes energies. Me, I have my sage and I clean out the house, open up the windows, do affirmations, start to start to smoke it out. Get, get, Are you get, sure you're you're not the one that goes missing? I'm not. No. <laughs> Well, you're saging, do you just randomly disappear? Like, like them man in the Avengers. Like, know. you just... Can you imagine you just disappear? Like, you get rid of all the bad vibes and it's just you. It's just you? You just imagine, but like... No. Oh my goodness. <laughs> kind of scared now. Imagine if I did do that. Like, then like, you just disappeared. No, you're not bad mind. I'm not. No, you're not. I'm, I'm actually not. If you were bad mind, I would have gotten rid of you time ago. I, I'm just... I sniff out bad mind. <laughs> like how I sniff coke. I'm joking. <laughs> It's so funny. I'm so... It's a mess. I'm so happy. It's a mess. I don't know where we're at. So basically, I'm reading the blurb. It says, um, sweep away your worldly cares with this guide to living a cleaner, calmer, happier life. Drawing on ancient Zen household techniques. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Buddhist monk, Kyusuke mm-hmm. Masumoto, shows you how a few simple changes in your daily habits from your early morning routine through mealtimes to last thing at night will turn your home into a peaceful, ordered refuge from today's busy world. I think that's kind of a nice thing to have just in your house, even if you never open it. But it's just there because you have the intention. <laughs> like I have Marie, I have Marie Kondo's. Um, Do you? Again. Um, oh. Marie Kondo in my life. Yeah. Yeah, all of that stuff. I have that. But you haven't read it. No. I mean, you've watched TED Talk, right? Was it? Did you do a TED Talk? Or was it the show on Netflix? I don't know. No, she because the show on Netflix talked about her doing a TED, TED Talk. talk. Yeah, she yeah, did no, a no, TED Talk. So I had it, um, and I'm just looking at the book. I'm thinking the intentions there. That's all that matters sometimes. The there to read it. Yeah. Sitting on my shelf. But I do need to marry Condom. But then again, sometimes but intention is not enough, you know? Out, she was out here talking to the... You got you to say... 
you got to talk to the, the clothes. you got to talk to the books. Wait, you got to talk to them. And give them your permission and get the permission from them to, to move them. I was thinking... This so is, how do you know when they've saying, said yes? I don't, or no? Ultimately, you have the power. You will know whether to move the thing. All right, so if I look at like... This glass right here. I don't think it's the glass. I think it's more books because there's the words. All right. If I look at this book right here and I'm like, <clears throat> what do I have to say to it? Listen, I don't know, man. I, 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 Is it like, hello, book? <laughs> I feel like it I was really want to take you away from my life. <laughs> I feel like it was asking permission to remove it. Can I put you in the I bin? don't know. But I think it's some, I think it is some real Zen stuff. <laughs> And I'm just like, I, I it, it's above my... It's above me now. It's above my spiritual level. <laughs> I don't know yet. You haven't tapped into that role? I'm not there yet. I'm kind yeah. of, I'm, I'm working my way up. But yeah. I feel like it's a very intense, it's a very intense thing. But yeah, so, you know, sitting around in your room, making sure that your, 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 your living space is clean. But your living space is clear and clean. It gives you the opportunity to search and find clarity. Yeah. Um, and I've always lived by that. Because um, you can tell someone's mental state by the way their house is at, at, at a given time. Sometimes, especially if it's like if you're, <laughs> if you're connected to your if you're connected if you're connected to your home like that. You know what I mean? Like my room, if it's really really messy, that means it, it, just... it means that I'm just I've not really taken much care mm. of my environment. And because I'm not taking much care of my environment, it means I'm not really taking much care of you. Of, you know what I mean? There's not a love. There's not enough mindfulness there. Yeah. Because just getting going to bed and getting up is not enough. Yeah. I feel like for me, I like things to be the same Mm. for a very long time. And then it's only like, like nothing will change. I like things to be exactly where they're supposed to be, where I've planned them to be. And it's only until I'm like, oh, maybe I should buy a cushion or something. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I'll do it. But other people, it's like, oh, I'm going to buy a cushion. and do that. But that stuff just doesn't come to me because yeah. I feel comfortable when everything is exactly where it's supposed to be. It's exactly yeah. the same as yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, the same as yesterday. Yeah. yeah I, I, that gives me some sort of comfort. That disability. Yeah. I quite like that. But yeah. then, I don't know, you know. Okay. Interesting stuff. I mean, I'm going to try it and then see what it is. I think I'm going to really like re- actually be on my actionable kind of bullshit this yeah. summer because it's a hot boy summer as well oh, sorry, sorry what are you doing for hot boy summer <laughs> don't, worry. don't worry I want to know don't worry about what I'm doing wow for real it's, it's like that oh my god so my I'm I've got this money. <laughs> I've got for you oh god a book that is non-fiction but the reason I first of all it's on the um, Sunday Times best-selling list mm-hmm. I can't believe it's here because I've only just found this woman now on um, Instagram. Mm -hmm. And she's basically like an Insta person who is called like, she's a, a, it's how like she does cleaning stuff. You know, Hinch. Mrs. Hinch. Yeah. Oh, Mrs. Hinch. But not. Is Is it Mrs. Hinch? Yeah. Okay, it's Mrs. Hinch. But Why are you telling me about Mrs. Hinge? Isn't she a, an Insta person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but to me, I actually found out about her last week. Oh, her book? Yeah, she's got a book oh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't know about her book until like a few uh, minutes ago. But yeah. I I know her from, I literally just recently found her out from Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it's, so you're telling me I've been cleaning my house for free. <laughs> <laughs> like, because like, I was talking to this girl randomly, like she's like a, 
an, an influencer. And she's, we're talking about like PR management, talking about like press events. And like, I was like, I literally contribute to 0.89% of Fenty's global sales Mm -hmm. just by telling people to buy shit. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, where is my Fenty? (laughs) Why am I just receiving books? First of all, why am I not receiving makeup? And she was like, well, because you don't tweet about makeup. You don't talk about makeup. You talk about books. And so there's no point in somebody, you know, sending you shit if you're not even going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Just giving me that PR, like marketing background. And then she's like, okay, like, what do you like to do? Believe. I was like, I like to clean. (laughs) I like to read, I like to clean. And then she's like, oh, like, do you know Mrs. Hinch? And I was like, who? So yeah, like she, she, she provides like cleaning stuff. I'm obsessed. Yeah. How do you know about her? Um, just, just around, <laughs> I've just been here. Like I heard that she was doing this book. She was doing this book like last year, last yeah. year. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, she's just missing I know I wrote something about it today at work. Really? Yeah. But like she, um, she just had a baby. Yeah. But like she, but like she, she cleans, she cleans, cleans. Like, she but remember, cleans, it's like, um, it's like, cleans. It's like how, she has millions of followers. It's like, how do you remember, um, how clean is your house? Do you remember that show? Vaguely. Oh my god! And they used to then yeah, what was it? Oh, I forgot what their names were, but they used to like these two women friends, and they used to go into these houses. And yeah. Some of these houses were just some nasty, nasty people. stuff. I remember and, the like, show. I remember they the show. Were just some sickening things. Like, yeah. and I mean, look at our house. And like, our house is actually fine. Everything's just yeah. Like, the one-two Hoover, a bit yeah. of polish, and a white and a white yeah. down. And a white pier. Some, some people are having eggs still in their fridge that are hatching. Sorry, what? That are hatching because like the fridge is turned off or whatever, and the thing is just So yeah, you're making me itch. Yeah, and they got dirty cookers. I was like, nah, this is a mess. But um, yeah. Ah, but yeah. So Mrs. Like, first of all, I'm literally. I feel like I'm annoyed at the fact that I've been cleaning my house for free. <laughs> and people are just cleaning and they're getting products. She's like partnered with like Fairy Liquid. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. And has like bottles with like Hinch and stuff written on them. She has like, she sells products like cleaning brushes, all types of various different cleaning brushes. I'm like, you know, I'm such a damn consumer. Like mm. you market something to me and I'm gonna buy that. Mm. I'm gonna buy it straight away. But yeah, so <laughs> Hinch. You sell, you sell the lifestyle. Listen, Hinch yourself happy. So Mrs. Hinch has a book out. Mm-hmm. I want to know if her last name is actually Hinch. Yeah, might be. Yeah. Because I was like, is this a new like word for like cleaning? I don't know. But yeah, all the best cleaning tips to shine your sink and soothe your soul. I'm so glad that people understand how amazing cleaning is for the heart and your soul. <laughs> I love turning mess into order. It fills me with joy. Um, <laughs> she has, I don't know who you, how, how can you do that? How can you hate cleaning? I mean, I do it. Because you have to. Yeah, because it serves a purpose. Yeah. To, to be clean is to But it's so... But I don't find it therapeutic. Really? No. Nah. I love I it. I do it because... Me I, washing I, dishes? I, I do it because I don't like mess, dirt or yeah. untidiness. So... I do it uh, for that, but I also do it because I find it very nice. Yeah, I don't. Um, the, the smell of bleach. <laughs> um, so uh, over 2 million followers and counting, Mrs. Hinch has just taken the nation by storm with her infectiously addictive charm, clever tidying tips and passionate belief in cleaning. Girl, I feel like this is my soulmate. Mm. Um, she kind of like in this book invites you to her home and you just discover all like 
cleaning, how like cleaning is perfect way to cleanse the soul. Um, and she'll even share the story of Mr. and Mrs. Hinch and their dorsious boy, Henry. I think they had another baby, another boy. I don't know what the baby's name is. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I actually fully recommend this book, guys. I stand behind it. Mm. Go and read it for your summer. Cleanse. Very random recommendation from you. Very random. Cleanse your soul. Okay. It's all part of that. I feel like this year, for the both of us, well, actually, you started your 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 journey very earlier, early on, before me. You're kind of like. Oh, I was on the eighth dimension. I know sh- shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I will, I, no, I shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Wait, you start. I listen. I got my wings. <laughs> no, I feel like you started your kind of like spiritual growth, your like holistic, you know, endeavor, maybe last year. Because you, when you were going through it, I was like, what are you doing? Like, relax. Like, it's not that deep. <laughs> I was like, life is good. And then obviously, screw <laughs> You know, you know, you know in Mean Girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mean, in Mean Girls, when the... the the, the bus just comes That's exactly what happens to me I was just looking at Alex like That's Can me. you relax? <laughs> and then the bus came And just Knocked me over And then I was like Okay yeah yeah sure I can get on this wave So I do feel like this year We're very much I'm very much into like Holistic and Sorting yourself out Yeah Sorting yourself out And Loki, guys, I used to be so judgmental about people who do that shit because I'm like, what has to happen in your life for you to get there? It's like, relax. It's not that deep. Calm the hell down. Mm -hmm. But now I'm such an advocate for like peace (laughs) and love and growth. I follow... I've become Alex, guys. Like, I fully follow healing accounts. Like, who the hell am I? Like, Mariam has has no... Yeah. Makes me sick. When Alex used to send me these stuff, I was like, I sometimes wouldn't even, like... I'm a hashtag influencer. Like, I wouldn't... (laughs) Influencing the kids. Influencing the kids about about this shit. Please, it wasn't you. <laughs> you were just um, a gateway drug. I was, I was the vessel. You were the vessel. Actually, no, you were like the pusher. Mm, I'd just be like, oh, have you seen this? Mm, yeah. I find this interesting. I find this interesting. And I'd just be like, oh, shut up. And I just keep it pushing. Yeah. <laughs> so the next book we have, um, obviously, keeping on that same t- tip then, um, I found that somebody mentioned, somebody suggested this book on Instagram to me. Yeah. Let me find her name because I think it's respectful. Um, yeah, Grace, you don't want to be like Lizzo. Yeah, yeah Grace. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, again, do you see how mad social media is? How, I'm not even. I don't, I'm not even on Twitter like that. And yeah, I know, and and I you know, know about how it. it's happening. <laughs> I don't know what's yeah. happening. It's mad. Um, Grace Macy suggested um, to me to read this book called Living Beautifully with Uncertainty and Change by Pema Chodron. Chodron. Chodron, yeah. Um, not a very long book at all, 161 pages. Yeah. Um, living. Living beautifully. Yeah. With uncertainty and change. I love that. Yeah, so it's like, uh, the description here says, it's a best-selling author and spiritual teacher, Pema Chodron, um, shares life-changing practices for living with wisdom, confidence and integrity amidst confusing situations and uncertain times. Mm-hmm. We live in difficult times. 
Life so often seems like a turbulent river threatening to drown us and destroy our world. Wow, rotted. Why then shouldn't we cling cling to the certainty of the comfortable, to our deep-seated habits and familiar ways? Because Pema Chodron teaches that 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 kind of fear-based clinging keeps us from the infinitely more powerful experience of being fully alive. And that is what we are looking for. How to live fully, how to live better, how to live wholly and beautifully yeah with us with uncertainty because i do feel like when you learn or when you know how to live fully and beautifully when things are like in turmoil you've actually just won at life Mm -hmm. because nothing is promised Mm -hmm. are you smiling banter nothing is promised and like you just because before to be very honest Something would go wrong Mm -hmm. and I would be paralyzed for the whole day. I'll just be sat down. I wouldn't be able to eat. I wouldn't be able to move. I wouldn't be able to do any, I work, concentrate, nothing. Literally, I used to be very much like that because I didn't like uncertainty. I still don't, but I think Mm. I've learned to be like, actually, this is just life. Mm. Life cannot be a straight line. Like consistency does not propel growth Mm -hmm. at all. Nope. Like consistency is great. I mean, but, I, I guess to a certain extent it does, but you know. But in terms to, of like, you have to be comfortable with change. The comfortable with difference. You have to be comfortable with being put into your on um, so called um, discomfort zone. Yeah, right? yeah, discomfort zone. <laughs> yeah, you know, and kind of stepping out of it. Stepping out of uh, that, yeah. Comfort zone, and just yeah. Really trying new things and just being able. Oh my to god, I love it. trying new things now. Yeah. Meeting new people. It's so exciting. Yeah, you have to. Because then obviously you get yourself caught up in this very limited and linear aspect of the human experience. And then you just think all of that. Yeah. That's by Pema Todron. And um, go Pema. I don't have anything else currently. That's fine. Like on my list. Do you have anything? No, no. I'm done. Mm -hmm. I'm done. I'm done. So guys, that should be a... a, An extensive list. list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For you to get on with this summer. Um, Tell us what you think about the book. That would be cute or whatever. Okay, cool. Let's move on. So, (laughs) we are going to come back with... I was so nervous. Education of Rave Rafiq. I have three questions. If if (laughs) you don't know how this goes, I have three or four questions to ask Ray because... She's just not. She's not with the shits sometimes. <laughs> Excuse me. I am really, I have really grown. That's fine. Okay. Let's hear All these right. questions. So the first question I have on the amazing Disney channel. Oh my God. I failed. <laughs> I don't know. Lord have mercy. Oh my goodness. Alex, you if know you me. you can look into the future, 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 you'll see life was just but a dream. Life is a dream. Wow, she's looking at me blankly. She doesn't know this. Wait, okay, wait. You want me to know what that is? No, I was giving you. An, I was just setting up this question. <sighs> okay, yeah, just you don't know who that is. Taina. What is that? Bit, That's what? so Raven. Right. Okay. Right. Oh, sorry, I forgot. I forgot. No, you don't get the point because you sorry. should know this. If you, yeah, I forgot. But I just got future of Raven. I actually didn't used to watch it. I saw some episodes here and there. Continue. Don't judge me. I know. I'm so sorry. I, was I ask know. You, what was the name of Raven's best friend? Okay. Cameron, Camille, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> actually, the right, actually, that was actually the right consonant that you started with, but no, it's not the name. Cam, Cam, Cam. Oh, God. Camillo. Uh. <laughs> Did you hear about Camillo, Lola's man? 
And that drama. Camilla. Is that his name? Who's that? Lola. He's a basketball player. Oh, yeah. yeah Anyways, yeah. outside of that, it's yeah. just some ghetto stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, Carlos. No. C- Carrie. No. Raven's best friend is a woman, number one. Oh, friend. shit. I thought it was the boy. There were two. Yeah, there were two. Her best, her best, best. Next. What, what, what's her, what was her name? You don't deserve to. You didn't deserve no, to. No, don't. <laughs> okay. Our best friend's name was Chelsea. Daniels. Oh, yeah. I was never going to know. I never watched it like I that. See, this is why. Sorry, I know. What were you doing? I was you... reading the Quran. I was. <laughs> watching the news. Watching the news. I can't even lie to you. I was fully reading the Quran and watching. I knew all about the Israel-Palestine conflict. She said she was, I was watching Al Jazeera Russian TV. She said she was reading the Quran. I'm finished. Like, I can't even contest that because yeah. do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> you on your dean, bro. Damn, man. All right. Alicia Keys. Yeah, I know Alicia Keys. <laughs> In her video, yeah. if I ain't got you, baby, who played her boot? If I ain't got you, wait, some people live for the fortune. So it's not Marcus Houston. <laughs> some people live just what? for the fame. <laughs> it's not Usher. No, because he was in my boo. Yeah, he was in my boo. That's why. I know it's not Usher. Some people live... For the physical things. Oh, okay. And some people want I, it I'm all. Trying to, wait, give me the answer. I don't, wait, I'm trying to remember, Sha. Yeah, Come how, on. How would that help you remember? It's, it's, it's helping me. Okay. Wasn't was he a white man? No. It was a black man. All right, we're narrowing it. <laughs> was he also a musician? Yeah. You have to answer these questions. He's a rapper. Oh, oh, this changes things. I don't even know if you'll know who this is. Alright. Is he alive? Yep. Did you watch the BET Awards this year? The, the Mary J. Blige's performance. He performed with her this year. No, but I was like, I thought Mary performed with Lil Kim. Yeah, Lil Kim came on and then this person. Is it ludicrous? <laughs> <laughs> is it Nas? No. Wait, shh. Shh. We have 10 seconds. Shh. It's not Snoop Dogg, because oh why would why would she do that? Um, I think he's too laid back for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, sorry, why are you singing? Ooh. Some people want it hard, but I don't. I'm so sorry. Method Man. I don't even know who the hell that I, is. I'm just like. I don't know who that is. Method who? Let me is, even this, Google. This is, <laughs> I don't. Who the hell is Method Man? There's a rapper called Method Man? Yes. Yeah. I don't know him. This is why this is the whole point of this exercise. Right. Do I need to know him? Yes. He was signed by Def Jam and Tommy Boy. He's who the hell is Method Man? Oh my god, okay. Okay, cute or whatever. I was never I was never gonna No, but like this is the point. You're telling the you're showing me out and now I know that I have to go and watch That's So Raven from beginning so I can be part of the culture. Yeah. And listen to Method Man. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm so I'm not going to do that. i the video and just be like, oh, that's him. Yeah. Okay. It's so weird because I love the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was she playing the piano? You know, that bitch is always playing the piano. She always was. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, no. I remember when the camera No, went, no, no, no. 
remember when the, when the camera was zoomed in on her and she yeah. was like, Oh man, Alicia Keys, home record. She's just queen of the blended family. Blended fam? No, no, the queen. How dare you? She's not the queen of blended okay, families. Jada Pinkett is the queen. Thank of you very much. She invented the word. She invented the concept before people were just having stepchildren and stepbabies and stepmamas. Thank Next you very question. much. They, oh, last question, right? Speaking of okay. Jada. <laughs> oh God. In Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. What was the name of the actress who played Ashley Banks? Oh my God. Oh my God. Is, you've had so long. Oh, so honestly, I never watched Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um, I've seen some episodes. I've seen like, you know, the episodes that people talk about, like the, the episode where Will is crying. I've seen the first two episodes when it was on Netflix when, you know, Will moved in. Um, obviously, I know the theme tune because like they play it at every like black event. And I just have, you know. They, they don't play at every black event. <laughs> somewhere. Like they played it at like ACS, like guess the, guess the, you know, show. And they'd play like friend and then they played that and I kind of just, yeah. Um, so truthfully, I never watched Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Whenever I see the episode, I'd sometimes, I'd sometimes run into it, but I never religiously watched it. Just as how I never religiously watched That's So Raven. Just how I never religiously watched other black shows but the two that I did watch even though I'm telling you right now that I've forgotten because it was a very long time ago is Sister Sister and Keenan and Kel those were my two shows that doesn't help you with this question um, all of that Hillary no sorry who <laughs> Ashley Ashley was played by I have no clue I, well how am I supposed to know that because it's part of the culture this is the whole point I should it. it's the, the re-education <sighs> of Miss Raifa alright what's her what's her name Tatiana Ali oh, oh right because that's thinking Ali's daughter I knew that it is, right? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought my whole life. My whole life, I thought. My whole life. <laughs> <sighs> Guys. This oh, is, my God. This is some real good. Oh, my <laughs> Guys, it'd be so addict. I'm just... You know what it is? Wow, my people are so... So I remember one time watching this show and it came up and it says Tatiana Ali and my so aunt was like, that's, that's Muhammad Ali's daughter um, and my whole life. I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, because I know Muhammad Ali's daughter is also a boxer, no? Like one of them. No? Muhammad Ali, of course. He's, he's a boxer, yes. No, I know he's a boxer, you are so... <laughs> talking about his, his daughter. daughter. He's also a boxer, yes. Yeah. Well, retired, I just, but yeah, but boxing. I thought like maybe this one was like an actress. <clears throat> I just <clears throat> wow. So next question. No, it's done. The next question was going to be again about fashion to Bella. Can you yeah. no just ask it for like no. no please let me just get one thing right. You won't get it right. You, didn't, you just said you didn't watch it. I know, but like I I got the other one right. Which oh no, one? I got that wrong. Which one? Like. Vivian, Aunt Viv, what was her profession? Remember, you asked that question the other time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I said lawyer. Yeah, I've okay. seen some episodes, you know, the ones when she's... We're actually done with this segment. No, I'm please. No. Okay, so how about you give me... No, please. So your homework is... Yeah. To watch a few episodes of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's on Netflix. Is it still on Netflix? It should be. Okay. Wow. And just watch it. I don't understand why you haven't watched it yet. 
Uh, it's long now. What? I've watched. You, were, you know what? I watched Friends. Ray was sitting here watching Gossip Girl when I came in. <laughs> so at the end of the day, yeah. <laughs> like, what is long? You will sit down and watch Jane the Virgin. You will sit down and you watch Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Okay, cool. I will watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. If it's even on flipping. That will be now. my mission. Watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and not reruns of Friends. Because oh. remember this year, I re- like I rewatched Friends. Yeah, just I watch mean, it. I watched it from the beginning because I never watched yeah, just it. Watch it. It'd be cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> Alex so, is so disgusting. Right now. <laughs> He's like, wow. I might have got like, cotton in my mouth. Are you even black? I mean, you clearly are, but boy, got work to do. All right, so mostly flicks this week, guys. Um, it's going to be a quick one. Yeah, because I'm trying to watch Love Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so basically we're just going to run through what we're watching and that's pretty much it, to be honest. I don't even know. It's even worth doing Mercy Flicks this week. Yeah, I kind of want to tell people. Okay, cool. What, what have you been watching this week? So I have been watching When They See Us, the documentary about the exonerated mm-hmm. five um, uh, produced and written and whatever by uh, the amazing Ava DuVernay. Um, and... I finished watching it last night, crying my eyes out at like 1 a.m. Oh, dear. And straight away going then to watch the um, interview that is also on Netflix um, that um, they, so the actors, both were who were playing the young boys of the, like the young five, the older five when they were in prison mm-hmm. and the actual, f- uh, the five men that were falsely accused of, you know, raping and um, leaving for dead the, you know, the jogger. Yo, fuck the police. <laughs> the government, man. Like, so... Um, just fuck the police. Like there was um, one of the actors I remember saying, you know, he was acting as one of the defense lawyers for the boys. And he was like, it was so interesting just like going through the research and learning and playing this role. And because, and when Oprah was like, what did you learn about the justice system? And he was like, that it has the wrong name. Mm. That it's not justice that Mm. the system is about. I was like floored. The, the the story that got me the most was the story of Corey. Um, the guy that played him. Mm-hmm. Oh, in so right. So the guys that um that played him played him both when he was young and when he was older. He was the only one. Um, and it was insane. His name is Jarrell Jerome, mm-hmm. who played uh. Corey and oh my goodness what was his story oh my goodness like so essentially he got put when he was put in prison he was separated from the boys the boys went to juvie he went to adult prison but he was still a young boy and he so funny because he he wasn't even meant to be detained he went to police to make sure that his friend was okay. So his friend got taken by the police and the police were like, are you going to come and support your boy? Like, is that what you're coming to do? Or are you going to go home? And his friend was like, no, go home. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm going to come with you just so that you're okay. And so that your mom will kill me if, you know, I, I say that I've let you go by yourself. 
he actually went to prison and then they just took him in. Mm. Like he, no, he wasn't even being searched for. Mm. And then he went to adult prison and he, the, the things, the horror, he was in solitary for so long because he, anytime he'd be put with everybody else, they just, he, they, he was like, he was hated. Mm. They just beat him up and solitary confinement. It just messed with his mind. Mm. And oh my goodness, Jarrell, yeah. the way he acted, because he kind of had to get the speech because, uh, you know, Corey has a way of speaking, a particular way of speaking that is very like prominent and unique. And he was like, he had to tap into that. Such a talented young man. Yeah. Like, and I think it's important that one, I didn't know about this. Yeah. I had no idea about this. Okay. And so this film kind of introduced me to, to what happened. And then I went and did my research, watched some interviews and I'm like, these were boys, like actual boys. And this is when white people, this is the difference. White boys are boys. Mm. White boys men. Yeah. are men. Wait, like they're black, just, black boys. Black, so yeah, black boys don't, don't get given the innocence of being children. Mm-hmm. And that to me is horrific. And I started crying. Not because I started crying because I was thinking about like being a parent to a young black boy. Mm. And there was one of the mothers in the show was like, if they, if they come, because um, Trump was talking on the news and I love that Ava put it on the show that, you know, these people, we should call the, um, we should bring back the death penalty. Yeah. He bought an ad out in the newspaper. We should bring out the death penalty. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was just like. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <gasps> what? Yeah. It's a whole. <sighs> and, 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 when you, and the thing is that like, people look back on it and they look back on the things and think to themselves, oh, this much hasn't changed since then. Or even when you look back on it, you can, you can, I think if you look at any justice system, especially in the West, in that in like, you know, here and the US or whatever, you can see how messed up it is. And you're just trying to think to yourself, like how, like when I look at it, how has it even, how has that been the one thing that hasn't changed mm. over all of the time that, all you know, the progress you know, and- all the progress that we have, like how has it not moved with the times? Like if you're going to put somebody in prison, is it not to rehabilitate them or is mm. it to punish? And you know what I mean? Like it's what, obviously you've got to depend on what the, the, the crime is, the mm. alleged crime is or whatever. Like you've got this whole thing about CBD oil mm. and hemp, like, and it's a growing industry in the UK or whatever, but people have weed and they're getting detained. And you just look to yourself, like people are out here profiting yeah. off, of it, off of it, but then you're criminalizing people that have it. The law is anything. And I think yeah. I'm like, are you going to change the law mm. then? Because it's moving with the times. Because people, yeah. now people are taking CBD oil or hemp or all of that stuff legally, yeah. quote unquote. And some so people are serving life sentences. Some people are serving life sentences for having it. But I think it's all or about like power, right? Yeah, like it's all about power. Like it's all about like... E- Legal. What is legal and legality is what somebody in power says it is. Mm-hmm. Looking at what's that man's name who was taking cocaine in the Conservative Party? Oh my God! Right, forgot his stupid name. That one there, Ma- Michael Goat. That's the one right there. <laughs> so, so I was scratching my so nose. To me, it's like <laughs> these Gove, yeah. these white boys 
and who've been doing the drugs. And it's not even like I apologize for doing the drugs when I was 10, 20, um, whatever. In the city, anywhere you go, they're, they're continuing doing it. But these are the same people that will look on young black men getting involved in criminal activity because of poverty. They're trying to make ends meet, to make ends meet and feed their children, wives, kids themselves in such a world. And they'll look down on them and think, oh, you know, look at that mm. hood ratty behavior. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas you're doing it just, you know, in a five star hotel. Yeah. Yeah. But to you, that is illegal. But what you're doing is extracurricular. <laughs> yeah. And you can come in the news and say, oh, yeah, I did that. Did yeah. That. And everything is going to be okay. Yeah. Because it's, it's. And at the crux of it, it's racism. Yeah. And it's disgusting because we just see, we, we just want to see racism as like pertaining to color discrimination. A man on the, you know, white man on the, oh, you fucking nigger. Mm. Sorry. But yeah, mm. had to be said. Mm-hmm. But we don't see it in these other contexts. That's now, yeah, you might not have Andy calling you a nigger on the road. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the, the media and people judge individuals differently according to the background that they've had, the upbringing that they've had, the color of their skin is despicable. If these boys had been white boys, that that woman, oh God, that stupid woman. Oh my God, I hate her guts. Mm-hmm. Who literally was like the head of like the sexual investigations um, department or whatever would have seen the humanity in these boys would have seen that they're just boys who were in the park causing a ruckus would not have linked boys who were 14 to the murder of a a white woman running down the road. And I saw something that said it took the compassion of an, an actual killer to come forward for these men to be exonerated. And even mm-hmm. then it took how many years afterwards for them to come out because the people were still like contesting it after someone had done said, I, I did, did it. it. Yeah. See, this is it. And I'm just like. They're like, nah, 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 nah. But this is why I, because I, I, I think when I heard that it was coming out, I read up on the story. I yeah. Like, something that I want to want to watch. I am very sensitive, very sensitive yeah. by the things I watch things I write kind of things like and I all feel it and it's not something that I kind of want to sit with yeah. and I feel like it, those things are harrowing as well it's kind they of why are. I stopped watching Queen Sugar for a little bit because did you I've watch never watched Sugar? it but yeah it's one of Ava's um, TV series as well mm-hmm. but like she but not, not nothing to do with her but there was just some scenes in it that were like because they're in the south and then the racism but the racism is no longer as explicit as it used to be it's yeah. very business like mm. you know what I mean and mm. it's all about kind of ownership and all that stuff and it was just really awful for me to kind of watch and I just because it felt it just felt really like shit like black people just can't have anything mm. you know what I mean mm. and without spoiling too much about the show there were some people in there um a black family um there was a mistake I think it was a mistake about the plot of land they had and then mm. the plot of land that they that they owned which was a sharecrop land that, that the black, black family owned um, surrounded it, yeah. Surrounding it, <laughs> surrounding it. Yeah, what, sorry, like, we're laughing about something completely yeah, different. Yeah. Surrounding it by um, like uh, this big white man's uh, an old like from a from a colonial family. Yeah, he owned around it. Wow. So he wants, but he wants the land, that land, because it's taking. It, obviously, he wants to complete. Yeah. Thing, and it's just all of that stuff. So it's really crazy. 
But um, yeah, so that's when they see us. And if you want to watch Queen Sugar, go ahead. Um, I would say also watch the interview with Oprah, yeah, with Oprah and the Oprah. boys and the men. It was just, yeah, yeah. it was a lot. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'm not really watching anything. So I've got not much to report on that. I've just watched yeah. Caught Up with Designated Survivor. Yeah. Um, and their final season. Nice. And that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, Sweet. Say? Yeah. So, guys, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. Catch us on the socials. Get your tickets for um, London, London Podcast, Podcast Festival, Thursday the twelfth. The twelfth, not September. the nineteenth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get your tickets. The links. The link is all over our Twitter page. So yeah. Go for it and get it. And um, we'd love to see you at King's Place. It's not one to miss. Make sure that you come to that show. Yeah. That's all we have to say. On that. Fabulous. All right. Guys, have a great week. Peace. See you soon. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.